His pops and my pops was cripping together in Pasadena in the early 70s. <laughs> yeah, That's how I, I met I had, I had one nigga call my son and said, Tell Craig I said, What's up? Big Adam. So one nigga called my show and said, Tell Craig I said, What's up? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We all like this, yeah. right? So I don't. Yeah. We on? We on, man. Oh, what well, up? it's a slight delay. That's, I don't know if it's. What, what is it? What does it do? Jacksonville. Where y'all calling from? Jacksonville. Uh, St. Louis. Man. Mississippi. Oh, uh, okay. Y'all in this motherfucker. Man, I was at the club last night. And almost got knocked out by a gay nigga. <laughs> 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 nigga was trying to dance with you and shit. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> nigga threatened my life. I'm gonna tell the story. Is, is it fro? Is it? Are we cool or is it just frozen over here, Brown? Oh, okay. Just so you know, that the big screen in here frozen. Yeah. Yeah, motherfucker. Uh, you gonna keep that mask? Oh, we'll no, I'm gonna take this bitch. <laughs> I gotta give him his props though. He was really courageous. What happened was, you can scoot in, Blaze. Whenever you talk, you can get the flow. I'm gonna grab the mic and kind of lean into it so they can hear what you're saying. So we at the club. It's me and all my partners. You know what I'm saying? And oh, it, after that. We at, we at the station after okay, the okay, aircraft. Okay, 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 okay. So we in the club, and there's this chick, I always forget her name, but she cool people. She like a BBW girl. She big. She, she a solid 260, 270. I'm but tall, the, though. But she about 5'8", but the oh. bitch is agile. Yeah. When she be, she one of the motherfuckers that go to the club to dance. And right, right. She in there doing the splits, all that, jumping Dominic around. Sue, that's a defensive tackle. <laughs> that's what I'm what, saying. I mean, that's definitely her build, man. She's solid. <laughs> God. And, Right. You know, she about the wine size. Goddamn. Yeah. Nah, hell no. Yeah. She, but, but anyway, she cool people. I've been seeing her in the club for years. She one of them spectacular big bitches that like you like her. You know what I'm saying? She got good energy. She she go to the club to be a star. She in there because she want everybody to watch her dance, right? So for the last decade, I've been seeing her. What she do is she go to the club, and she finds a nigga that wants to dance. And she tries to make the whole club watch her dance. She be doing nasty shit, pulling her titties out. and But she really just wants to, she want to be a star. That's what she do. And she's really good at stopping the club. Am I lying? We all watching this bitch dance like that. Right? We, all we all watching her. So the nigga she chose last night happens to be soft than a motherfucker. <laughs> right? And to the outside world... It looked like he's a homosexual. Okay. Describe okay. this nigga to so they know what, what kind of nigga. What is what is what is? Is he the one that's like, man, this, this cupcake got all the bras? <laughs> 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 okay. yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, he was soft. Yeah, <laughs> he was soft. Yeah. Lip rings, all that. You know, all the obvious signs. It's not, I'm not homophobic. I don't care if that's what you do. That's your life. Live it. We have I, all the indicators on. That. Right. So he dancing with the broad, her titties out. We in a regular club. This ain't no strip club. Her titties out. Like, they damn near fucking on the dance floor. You know what I'm saying? He, You know, they like damn near fucking. They on the ground. Like, like they fucking. Yeah. And everybody watching. It's probably like 200 people in the club, 300 people in the club. And 70 <laughs> is watching what they got going on. 
whole VIP section. Yeah, they got a show. Us standing on, like, we were standing by the stage. It was a karaoke spot, and they also danced. So, so they dance or whatever. <laughs> so then they stop, and I'm like, they get up, and the gay nigga looking tired. She breathing hard. And then I say, why are you playing with this broad? You know you don't fuck with bitches like that, nigga. <laughs> with bitches like that. that I said it in my line. I said just like that. I probably yeah. said some more shit, but I didn't say nothing yeah, yeah, yeah. Su funny. super disrespectful at first. Right. And then motherfuckers start laughing. And then it felt like I was on the stage. <laughs> then I start going in, but I never I never said nothing like derogatory. I was just speaking. To, yeah. We, we was upset, basically, because we got in there late. Wasn't that much talent in the first place. Right, right. <laughs> and then he gonna take the little piece that is there. And, and he don't even want the pussy. Well, he said it wasn't no talent. It wasn't no talent. That's, so you watching a gay nigga dance with the only broad that might be sexually active in your vicinity. You feel some type of way. That's like you being hungry and, a, and you being hungry and a nigga chew a steak up and spit it out in front of you. Like, nigga, you ain't even gonna, you, don't, you don't even like food. You don't even like steak, nigga. What the fuck? So I said, I'm clowning. Right, but it's playful clowning. It wasn't like derogatory. It was like, come on, man, you getting all the pussy, and you don't even fuck with pussy like that. That's the type of shit I'm saying to him. So he gets angry, like visually distraught, and he walks, and everybody laughing at him. The security, everybody in our vicinity, everybody <laughs> laughing. Right? So I, I know some some real gay dudes. You know what I'm saying? That's real men with it. That would laugh like, oh, nigga, you crazy. Well, I'm a nigga with something wrong with your game. If I'm getting the pussy, you post. That's how a real gay nigga would respond, right? Yeah. Because it wasn't in, I, I didn't say nothing mean. It was all joking. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So he, like, gets angry, and he walks to the other side of the club where we were standing at, and he goes to another, it's a group of them, like a group of gay dudes. Uh -oh. It's one nigga, <laughs> right? But these are sizable homosexual niggas. These ain't like little bitty. Right, right. They like it's like if we was gay. That's how big these niggas. Were. <laughs> so it was one nigga that had to be the leader, right? Because this nigga was, this nigga was built like the wine, but. <laughs> It was a big nigga. Was right? you niggas playing a three four defense? <laughs> What's going on? Hey, yeah. <laughs> they, it, they had a, they had the goal line team at the club, nigga. So <laughs> goal line defense in the field. So uh, nah, close it because it's gonna let With the air out. Oh really? So uh, so he goes over to a group of dudes. And at first, I'm not paying attention, but my family is with me, and they kind of looking over, so it make me peer over. So he's standing in the middle of a group of gay dudes, standing in the middle of a group of gay dudes, and they all pointing over at me in my direction. He pointing like, you could tell he upset, like he went, like you know what I mean? He went to the homies and was like, like, let's go hug Yeah, hey, we're going like, to we rape this nigga, right? <laughs> So it's about it's about five ten minutes of him talking to the group of dudes and them pointing at me, and I'm noticing it's about five ten minutes of that where you know at first I'm I'm I don't view him as a threat. It's playful at first, you know what I'm saying? But it's like it's a continuous energy. Like hold on, this nigga. It sound like I kind of feel like this nigga might be campaigning or trying to get niggas Plot pumped up shit. to. So I say fuck it. I walk over there. And the conversation that we have was one of the most honest conversations I've ever had with a nigga I don't know that well. I walk over to him and I and I and and I'm talking, just joshing, you know what I'm saying? 
And I say, hey, brother, no disrespect, man. I'm a comedian. That's what I do. I wasn't trying to alienate you or make you feel bad, right? And then my, my brother walks up on one shoulder and just kind of like leaning there like, to let the niggas know, like, you niggas ain't finna rape my brother. <laughs> So I walk <laughs> over there and I and, 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 and I start the conversation off real polite and I say what I just said I said and his his response was people have been saying they thought I was gay my whole life and I don't like it. And I'm like, nigga, you got two lip rings, your hair's dyed blonde, and you mad that motherfuckers think you gay. And you with five gay niggas. That's what I'm thinking in my head. But I'm like, man, I get it, man. No disrespect. And then this nigga says this to me, which kind of sobered me up. He says, he said, I've thought about killing myself, and I have no problem killing somebody else. Oh, God. Oh. Stop talking to you. <laughs> yeah. like, all right, man, you have a good day. Yeah. 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 Took the comedy out of it. Yeah. 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 And then and then I and then I empathize with the brother. I was like, damn, that's gotta be a fucked up feeling to really give a fuck about what another motherfucker thinks that much when you would man. think about killing yourself. You know what I'm saying? If that brother's watching, my apologies, man. I was that's not that wasn't my intent. And then I responded like any real nigga would respond. I said, "Well, you're not killing me tonight, nigga. You yeah. might. You said you probably could kill yourself. <laughs> Do that first. But I said, nigga, this, that's not happening tonight, nigga. You're not killing me, nigga. Damn. And then I went on, and I, and I ain't gonna talk about what else we talked about. But um, it just made me think, man. Like you know, some, some, some. Hey, circulate well if you a fool. But. But Yo, but deep, but right. to all the black brothers and sisters who happen to be homosexual, I want to clear something up, up coming from the heterosexual straight male community of real niggas. You know what I'm saying? Fuck you, that nigga said I got the number. <laughs> I want to clear something up. I want to clear something up with y'all, man. Like real niggas don't have no problem with you in your community. What you do is what you do. That's your business and whoever you deal with. Right? But when it comes to these jokes, I'ma deal with you how we deal with each other. Uh -huh. In the world of straight black men, we roast each other. Equality. That's what we do. So if I joke about you or say something, please don't take it like it's criminal or that I, I have some type of ill will towards that community. You know what I'm saying? I got nothing but love for humans, period. Whoever you choose to fuck or if you feel like you was born to fuck a certain motherfucker, that's between you and the fucky. That ain't got shit to do with me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I just yeah. wanted to open the show with that. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, lo love and blessings to, you know, the brother, man. I forget his name, man. But In your defense. He did have on the pink iPhone in his back pocket. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> see? Wait, wait. When you go out your way to purchase some shit like that, yeah. yeah, you and, know. It was, yeah. and it was butt beads attached. Yeah, and they got butt beads on the iPhone. Hang it for that. All of that. He said he's not. He wasn't on that team. Yeah. yeah. Hold on. Can I yeah, get so, so. What the fuck is a butt bead? <laughs> <laughs> I just assumed, right. like you probably did, that he was comfortable with who he was. Yeah, that's what I yeah, thought. He walk around with a pink phone and yeah. put his on the back. And on top of that, look, gay people, uh, look. Y'all yeah. don't get to the front of the line. Everybody gets it in the black community. Everybody get jokes. Fat niggas been getting clowned. You can't hide being fat, goddammit. But you cannot toot your booty out. We never know you was gay. Right. You know what I mean? So y'all don't get, nigga, everybody get it. Niggas that's fat. Extra dark skin niggas, niggas that look like Todd, right. all these motherfuckers get it way before y'all do. <laughs> 
So what do Todd look like? What kind of nigga look like? That nigga, that nigga Todd, two front teeth is doing a butterfly. We support you. Look at Todd's shirt. That's why I told him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I was. It, but it was weird to see a motherfucker who look this. When I tell you this nigga looked like he was like it. It wasn't no guess. The nigga looked like he was obviously gay, bro. He looked like a. He looked like you like know a I mean? modern Cisco or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Clown here. Oh, they clowning. <laughs> they clown like a mother. What, what, what's up, Tan? Hey, hey, people, what's happening? Oh, man, what's oh, up, man? We done brought all the homies in here, man. Man, that shit crazy to see shit come full circle, man. When I was just rhyming, these is the niggas that inspired me, man. Blaze, Tan, D, B. These, these is my niggas, man. There's 20 years in this room. That's some crazy shit, man. Uh, shit, man. I remember uh, you had that spot in Hawthorne. We came and did that song, man. I love to hear that song, man. man you got oh you put it you put yeah you gotta come play that motherfucker man yeah get with me man come on here and promote some shit you know what i'm saying hell yeah man man for those who don't know man pull up tad tell them who you are because y'all know who he is you just don't know you remember baby boy Remember the nigga that was fucking the bitch doggy style and told her to put the phone down? That's Chris. That's Chris right there. That's Ted. Is it a chair for you? Uh, let me see. It'll be easier for you to squeeze in next to Ty right here. It'll be easier to squeeze in right here. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. What's up? What's you, nigga? Oh, man. Ted is Peace, What's up, man? Peace, man. Yes, sir, brother. Yes, sir. Hey, if y'all don't know, I'm gonna ask him to run the lines so y'all know who he is. Cause this is one of the coldest real nigga lines in in, in movie history, man. Uh, 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 man, if you don't mind, run the line for the movie. Hey, all the one told the girl, bitch, get off the phone so I can drop it off in your drawers. <laughs> Hey, 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 Baby boy, and you need to tend to your nigga. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Also, the Baby Boy song with Tyrus and Snoop Dogg. You know, a few accolades. You know, ain't much though. Yeah, I'm still here though. You hear me? Yes, sir. Oh, yes, sir. Like a Baby boy. Baby boy. He got one of the one of the most memorable voices in hip hop history, man. Real spit, man. Militia, man. Y'all remember the group Militia? Burn. To the sun. Burn. Keep burning till it sets on the west side. Yeah. It's just, nah, it's not, man. Just, man. That was my skate depot song. Oh, <laughs> Hell yeah. Back to it. Let me ask you a question. How did you get your first break in the, in the hip-hop industry? Like, how did that come for you? In the hip-hop or the acting? We'll do hip-hop first because that's what led to the acting or they both happened simultaneously. was the diving board for that. Uh, okay. Shit, um, I've been rocking my fat pack sounds thing for a minute. I'm sorry, I didn't know if I cussed. Nah, no, it's all good. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I've um, been doing my rapping thing for a minute since high school, and you know I formed the fat pack sounds, which I've been rocking that since back in '91. Right. You know what I mean, not to put my age out there with anybody. <laughs> we gonna do it because we still here, and um, you know I had a, two other cats that was part of me. You know, one of them live in New Jersey, one of them live I ain't saw him. <laughs> right, know? right. But uh, then I got with Miss Toy. So it was Mr. Tan and Miss Toy, the fat pack. You know what I mean? And now it's, it's migrated to Pack Gang, 
and I got a whole crew of slew of other cats right now, man. Hell so yeah. it's been a while now. It's been a journey. I've been with Tash from the Licks Exhibit. I've been with Glasses Malone. I've been with Tyrese and Brian McKnight around okay. the world. Right. I was the third rapper to ever rap in the Radio City Music Hall. Oh, wow. Uh, um, uh, LL and Wyclef first, of course, until they did the award shows there. Right, right. Yeah. Damn nigga, but he said he said all these gangster niggas, and then he said Brian McKnight, nigga. <laughs> How the fuck did that happen, nigga? That nigga went like one more cry in this motherfucker. One more cry. Boy, but he puts on a phenomenal show. Man. He do. Definitely, I definitely. Mean, I'm talking about, and if you want a bad motherfucking bitch, that's where you better yeah, go. Yeah, you gonna man. get him. You gonna yeah. get him. Nice show, man, because mm -hmm. it's cracking. But um, messing with Tyrese, you know, what I mean, we had the Watch 2000 album popping, and we went around the world with him, and um. You know, Brian McKnight was obviously the headliner. Right. You know, but um, got a chance to hang with him and have um, Thanksgiving dinner with him and stuff like that. So you met Tyrese when he had a tongue ring? I've never seen the tongue ring. I did see the tongue, the ring in his lip. Oh, lip ring. There we go. My bad. Lip ring. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And in my defense... <laughs> I didn't like the nigga. <laughs> but once I met him, he didn't have it anymore. Yeah, there we go. It's crazy because actually, I I've never told anybody this story, but once just recently, and it wasn't on a podcast or radio show or anything. But since you my dog, I'm gonna let it fly. Straight up. Even the licks, it's crazy. When I met, when I heard about the licks, I really wasn't into their type of rap. You right. Know what I mean, I come from the street. I'm gangster rapping, reality rapping. Right. And uh, our people was happened that lived in the alley close to us. They brought it to me because they were on it. Wait, nigga lived in the alley? No, the alley had the Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they got partners living in the alley. Like. You know what I'm saying? My nigga lived in the house next door to us. It was this alley in, Hart it was this alley in Lawndale. Right. And uh, long story short, they gave me the CD, and I didn't like it. I flung it out the window. Let's see how the streets feel about it. You know? Let's see how the streets feel about it. I went to New York, drove from New York to Washington, I'm sorry, Tash, you my brother. I shouldn't even put it out there, but I had to do it. Uh, <laughs> drove to uh, to New York, drove to Washington Howard Homecoming, met with Tash and them. Now, mind you, they stayed in our backyard right behind Venice Beach. Right, I right. I mean, right behind uh, World on Wheels, off Venice. Right, right. That's what okay, they call yeah, the Rollos. They had the spot right there with Quest and all them cats. And rest in peace, be Finn. And uh, they, like I said, I drove from New York to Washington, met them cats. The next day, I was on tour with them. They was feeling swag. Fast forward. The same shit happened with Tyrese. I seen the nigga at the House of Blues when we had the House of Blues. Yeah, yeah. And I wasn't feeling it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had a mutual manager later later on in life, GP, Greg Parks. And uh, Tyrese CD I went. I wasn't feeling him either. So I flung his shit to the streets too. <laughs> See how the streets like it. Fast forward, drove to, I flew to New York again. Tyrese was standing up in the city. My father lives in Long Island. I got the best of both worlds. My father's there, my mother here. Right. Um. Like I said, we had mutual manager in GP. He say he don't like to come outside and stuff, Tan. He really secluded. He'd be up in the hotel room. I said, well, let me just meet the dude. Right, right, right. We were showbiz and AG that night. So anyway, we go up there meeting with whatever. He come out to the to the strip club with us. That very night I met him, the next night, that same night actually, but 5 a.m., we caught a flight to, um, to Houston. Right. Or it could have been Atlanta. Don't, you know what I mean? Don't screw that. But I was on the stage with him the very next night. And from that part, I was moving. Wow. Wow. I fucked with two glasses through my nigga Blaze and Kiki Loco. But, but yeah. then I end up with glasses. Did you throw glasses, CD, out no, the window? Sorry. Okay. <laughs> 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 
This nigga dope as fuck, man. I can't fuck. Yeah. Long story short, the licks loving Tash, my big brother. You know what I'm saying? It's a brother from another mother. Today, I, I went around the world with him. I also went around the world with Exhibit. I went around the world with Glasses. I went around the world with Tyrese. And then, boom. You know what I'm saying? I also have my own crew, the militia, that yeah. we went around the world. Man. And I'm back at it, like, you know, popular to men for myself. Hey, while we telling stories about flinging disc and shit, man, tell them about that time the niggas threw me and your record out the window after they bought it. I don't remember the nigga throwing my shit out. <laughs> okay, that nigga, that nigga was some EP me and you put together, nigga. That nigga okay. Yeah, oh, the bosses were bosses. We peeled the dude, Dame. You know, we hollering at his oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> a slide of and shit made her go in his pocket and buy the record and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, put the pressure on him, man. Right, we did a lot of cold yeah, they things, split man. up. He bit the coat and flung it out the window. I, <laughs> <laughs> nigga, that's yours. You bumped that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you got to do. I really don't care what you do with it. It's right. You know what I'm saying? I really don't care what he did with it at that point. You know what I'm saying? So man, how did you develop that ability to network with motherfuckers like that? Because that's a gift that a lot of people don't have. A nigga would be dope at some shit, put years into it, and their ego, ego will tell them that you're submitting if I network with you. Like, I don't want to submit with motherfuckers. I'm competing. I'm the illest nigga. Like, how did you develop the ability to separate yourself from your ego and reach out and connect with motherfuckers? I always just been a people person, you know. I remember I had the album, Hey Hey People, I'm a people person. Right. I think you on that one too, I'm not yeah. sure, but you know, I always had the ability to be friends and shake hands. They all my pops always told me, you know, hug the babies, kiss the ladies, and shake hands and make friends. Right. You know what I mean? So just through networking and just through my struggles and trials and tribulations, I knew how to adapt and adjust. You know, I went through the whole juvenile hall system and all that shit to where I know how to get in where I fit in. Right. You know what I mean? So I guess that pretty much was it. Yeah, because that's definitely a talent, man. Because some of these niggas that already be on, they egos be crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that you can bridge with a nigga on that level and get shit moving that fast, man, you need to do a master class on that, man. I just always been cool as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know how we do. Hell Pat. yeah. I mean, you know, Craig, you know what I'm Hell saying? Hell yeah. <laughs> Y'all probably don't even know that. Hey, you know, that's my nigga Pac Man. Hey, straight out. Straight out, man. I remember, I remember when you had. Um, I ran into you at the, at the improv, and you yeah. was telling me, Ted, you might need to do this comedy yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, straight up. So I out. do a little shit all the time before I start off my show now, you know, but yeah. I know when you're getting ready to rap and shit, people don't really want to hear too much joking. Right, so right. So boom, I, I give them a little sun and it jumps straight into my shit, you know what I mean? Hell yeah, Blaze, man. T tell the people, man, who you are. It's one of my one of my partners, man. Blaze the guy. My side. Man, one of the illest rappers, man. Y'all need to know, man. Look you up. Blaze, man. Tell the people where you from, man. And, man you know? I'm from Los Angeles. South oh. Central. Hell yeah, man. Man. Shit, how do we how do we meet, nigga? Do this nigga right here. Yeah. My side. And then how did I how did I how do we meet? I'm trying to remember that. Uh, player D. Player D. Player D, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I remember the first time when we really connected, Gil, you had a party um, in Upland. Yeah, y'all remember that, man. That shit was awesome. Oh, at the Ugh. Bombay Bistro. What? No, it was at the house. At the house? Oh, that's when I... <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, that was 06? That was like 06. We was turned in that thing. Okay, man. That was like 06, bro. 
Hey, Bray. I thought it was before then, but that day it happened. You ever dunk on Craig? Nah, nah. Two niggas. You gotta have dunk. You had to have dunk on this motherfucker at least three times. Only two motherfuckers dunked on me. Who? The white boy Casey Jacobson called me and helped. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he called me and helped defense. Help, help is if you don't know hoop, that's when. I mean, it count, nigga. I didn't jump, but nigga, if, if they took a picture, I'm like this. Just let me know you for the dunk on me. Hell yeah. I'm gonna leave and let you do it. <laughs> Tell you, for real. And Chris Webber banged on me. Ooh, wow, in, a, in, a, in a pickup game, you know what I'm saying? But that was, that, yeah, you know, that ain't, that ain't normal. Ain't nothing you know what I'm no, but I was a hog, nigga. I don't give a fuck if you played in the NBA or not, nigga. I'm, right. I was gonna give you the motherfucking, you know. I was gonna give, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, see, but I can say there ain't no bad motherfucker to be getting dunked on. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, he caught me. Ain't no jokes in that. I still, I still ain't forgave the nigga. Fuck Chris yeah. Webber. Yeah. Say like, nigga wouldn't make some spring boots yeah, yeah, just so you can catch yeah. his ass again. I don't even go to Sacramento because of that nigga. I don't even acknowledge <laughs> the bank. Fuck, Fuck the Fab Four. You know what I'm saying? Man, but Blaze, man, so, man, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out the best way to, to get people to, to understand Blaze because every nigga in this room that I'm talking to has contributed to my life directly or indirectly. They don't, they don't even know. You know what I'm saying? Blaze is like a nigga that I really, he like family. I got mad, I got a lot of love for him. And you know what I'm saying? I learned a lot about bitches fucking with Blaze, man. <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying? Bla you know, Bla hey. Blaze knocked one, hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, knock one of my bitches, right? Hey, yeah. <laughs> 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 Had me looking like a straight goofy right now. Like, and his, and his defense, you told him to. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't know it was going to go down like that. Like, <laughs> damn. Hey, man, tell a story. No, it was more like, hey, you going to finish them chips? So if I say I had a snack, I still got to say that I got it from Pac. Yeah, yeah. That's why I say I knew the story. Yeah. He asked for permission. Yeah. The bitch was going to bite. No. No, but when I brought the little bitches around, because I just met her the night before. It wasn't like it was my bitch. Let me correct that. But you know what I'm saying? What you got to understand is when you get around Pippin. Yeah. Come out. No, cause some niggas, <laughs> some niggas just fuck bitches, and other niggas get a little bit more out of bra. You feel what I'm saying? So he came to me and he pipped the bitch through me. This was Blaze came. That nigga puppet pipped me. But it was beautiful. I did it. So I bring the bitch. We all chilling. I meet him at the studio. And he, uh, Blaze come to me, you know what I'm saying? We in the studio, because that's what we did. We used to just do music. We was always on the music shit. And we was leaving the studio. He came to me. He hit me with the player tap. And he was like, man, I think, you know what I'm saying? I forget the words you said, but he's like, man, I think. I, I think, yeah, I think Houston, we may have a problem. <laughs> and I'm like, what's going on, Blaze? And then he ran it down to me. 
And I, he ran it down to me. He said, man, uh, I think your bitch is our bitch. Because... <laughs> <laughs> no, she kind of like, like both of us. She kind of like both of us. Since I got two, I got three stomp down players in here. How, when you see a bitch, how can you tell if... That nigga's bitch is our bitch, or she gonna be my bitch? Like, what do what do you see in the bra? Well, you know this bitch gonna sway. Bitch is too doing, giving too much eye contact. There it is. Yeah. The first, and, first and foremost, man, too much contact. Bro. Treat them like you meet them. Bitch and Rodden went by the business, bro. Brush past me too close. Any old thing, man. You yeah. Know, you know anything can happen, man. But at the end of the day, man, you know, you just tell a nigga we nigga in laws. So what did you say? Because I learned a lesson, and I've been I've been doing the same type of shit. He it's, taught me a lesson. It's regular business, man. It, it was talent. He, he had some talent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, I'm in the business. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know. You know you know, like he, like you said earlier, Brian McKnight and all them gangsters. Some people belong in other crews and on other labels, and you know what I mean. Right. So I'm like man, you know she with it. Maybe she belongs on other here. labels. Yeah. And she with it. Yeah. Yeah. She belongs on this label over here or something. I don't know. You know. Man. But, um, I'll give her back to you gladly. Yeah, no, I, 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 I fed her. I, I, I fed her and took her home. <laughs> <laughs> we fucked her. <laughs> so you want some Carl's Jr. Oh, man, soda and nuggets. People, yeah, yeah. People, would, people would people would uh, teach you how to treat them though. Yeah. Right off the rip. Yeah. That eye contact could give it away every time. And you know when you when you in the room, I think especially if you a shark, you get to look and to see. Little ins and outs, like thanks. She a little bit. She laughing a little too hard at the jokes. Right, right, right. She a little right, bit so. too much eye contact. Why she brushing me like that? She count my teeth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you know, it's two different types of. Well, it's more than two different types of bitches, but it's two different types of niggas that get at bitches. It's niggas that fuck bitches, and it's niggas that fuck bitches out of money. You feel what I'm saying? Okay, okay. The type of niggas that I came up around with, pussy is really like the fourth or fifth thing on the list. And it may not even make the list depending on the bitch I'm dealing with. She may not even deserve dick. Right. You feel what I'm saying? So the niggas that I, some of the niggas I've been around, they'll starve a bitch out some dick. I don't give a fuck how bad you is, bitch. If you're not submitting or going with the program, what, what do I need you for? Hey, I'm one of them. So how do you decipher between a bitch that deserves to get some dick and a bitch that need to be running and getting that money? In the field that a nigga was playing in at that time, you know what I mean? If she if she stacked it up correctly, that's how you may get some. If she didn't, you weren't getting nothing. <laughs> and in some cases, you stacked it up and still didn't get nothing. So you know what I mean? It's hard to decipher that, you know what I mean? Sometimes it's just in the woman too, man. You know what I mean? You think it's depending on the type of woman? How she shows herself, what kind of hands she show off rip? Absolutely. Absolutely. If, if she not that type of woman that I want to touch. See, I'm the type of nigga that, you know, I like females. If Some of them might bust the bumps on my face. Some of them might clip my nails. Some of them might do, you know, my toenails. Right, 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 right. You know, everybody, different strokes with different folks. Everybody ain't meant for it. Right. That's it. That's all, man. Some deals are just piece of shit to go get some chips. Right. Some of them might not. Right. Some of them, after they get that bag up. 
that I didn't like you or some way you, you smelt funny, right. I might tell you, get out uh, and get them pack of blunts real quick. Uh, yeah. Yeah. See who she can get out and get them blunts. I know <laughs> a lot of this. You know what I'm saying? For real. Yeah, so yeah. This depends on the, on the leisure of the woman. Right, right. So so what? So do you think that a man, I'm going to ask you, Blake, you think a man trying to fuck a woman is a weakness? Like sexually, like that's all he's about is trying to smash bitches. Do you feel like that's a weak nigga? <laughs> you, know, you, ch you chasing putty. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Putty yeah, that's you know. What's weak about it? Why is it weak? Lack of self discipline. Yeah, it's a lack of self discipline. You know what I mean? And and you know, we came up. You know, you know, the more you had, the cooler you was. And, but that's because most of us came up backwards, man. You know, what we got is the same thing they got, man. We got gold. Right. So, so, so the more you give out, the broker you are. So right. I, you know, I, ain't, you know, I never played Peter the leader. You know what I'm saying? Right, I right. Had a mission. I'm always doing something. You know, so yeah, they got to be adding to that because you know, adding to me is adding to herself. Man, they don't care about that's what I'm talking. I always feel yeah. like I didn't care what a nigga had anyway because a bitch can jump out a nigga belly and shit, and I jump out the bucket. It ain't the car, it's the star. Right. You know right, what I'm right. saying? Yeah. I'm the penis pump, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, she gonna come blow me just like she just did you. You just did too much. But then in hindsight, <laughs> and then in hindsight, I got a couple of people in my life that, you know, all the cats and shit, and they tell me it ain't tricking if you got it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So without no them, sometimes wouldn't be no me. Right, right. But right. it's cool because at least I learned game from them too. If you go do what you go do, then, then you pay the deal. I learned, but I also hold on real quick, Blaine. I also learned that if you get that deal, her chips for that for that dip, she ain't gonna be calling, blowing up your phone and shit. Right, right, right. So it's a double standard. Well, you, you gotta know, explain something the, the to the squares. We explain something to the squares watching. When you say giving her the chips for her dip, what are you referring to? That pooty time. Right. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, that shit, that shit don't matter because at some form of fashion, most niggas that wasn't even, you know, rocking like me, you paying for pussy anyway. When you right. go to dinner, you get condoms, you get blunts, you get drank, you get the room. What the fuck did she do then? Right. So I always was the nigga to speak first. I always I always believe genuinely that the person who asks first is the person that will receive. Right. Facts. I'm with that. You know Facts. So, yeah. How, but, okay, everybody could chime in on this what what kicked that in the gear like what did you see in life that's that took you off that regular everyday you know regular square path of thinking to where you are now was it a particular bitch that broke your heart was it a what did somebody give you the game did you just figure it out you you know you stumbled up on it like what puts you into that mind frame to think how y'all think now shit yeah, they know you yeah, see. You got, you got, you know, every, everybody, everybody don't know they worth. You know what I mean? And everybody ain't worth something. You know what I mean? So, it's real talk. Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, I, <laughs> when I got in that field, it was just like nigga was already around that world. Like I told you, right? You know what I mean? And you can't fuck them all. Well, right. You can. You can try. Right. But you know what I'm saying? It don't mean. It don't mean nothing, man. You just throw your dick at party. Right. Now, at the end of the day, that motherfucker ain't going to stand up when you get a fucking uh, uh, high up in age. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, right, right. Yeah, I just start figuring it out fast that I need to get this cash out of her ass. You know what so, I mean? So, Sugar Free told a story about what what really just made him jump all the way into pimping is he was fucking with this broad, and they broke up, and she kept his son, she kept his son from him. 
You know what I'm saying? And you know what I mean? He said that was like the event. Was like this motherfucker, this motherfucker just not gonna let me see my. Son. You know what I mean? And he said that's when he just went full fledged. Like that was his thing. So, is there anything like that that catapulted you? Maybe a barrier. My father always was on on one though. You know what I'm saying? They called him King Baby. He used to live up in Hollywood and shit. He had a bunch of snow and white funky honkies and all that old shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But. One time when I was little, my mama slapped me under the table because I came home from him saying pimps up, hoes down. Yeah. <laughs> five, five years old or something like that. So it yeah. probably was just embedded in me, like Blaze said, and it wasn't on me, it was in me. Right, right. I only ever had my, I, I felt like my heart was broke was when I made my daughter and I really was trying to do something. I, you know my baby mom. Yeah, yeah. You know, like my daughter mom. But uh, I felt like I was trying to do something and I was disappointed in the end. You man. know what I mean? But after that, though, I took yeah. that shit off, man, and went running full-fledged still because I was already getting cracking with her in a different level. Right, right. Making sure I got the bag out of her ass. You right. know what I'm saying? So, right. I don't know, man. It's all kind of ways to do what we do, though, y'all, man. You know, nurses, <laughs> nurses doctors, lawyers. Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm with it if you with it. That's yeah, what I'm man. talking it about. It ain't about just walking no blades and, and internet and all that old shit. Yeah, it's about yeah. every fucking form of fashion. You know, if you got a real one, you know, keep one. But they always say one good one is better than four bad ones. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I just pay attention to that, man. man. I had to let it go, though, because everybody was asking me, Tanner, is you pimping or is it rapping? Uh. <laughs> like I say, you know, I'm still at it. That's yeah. all, too. That's what I'm talking about. So how? So one thing that I was talking to Blaze and D about last night is, like, you don't really have to be a pimp to benefit from that mentality. You know what I'm saying? Like, how can, how do you take that mentality and win in everyday life, Blaze? Like come you know coming from that background, how do you apply that to your everyday life and it's, win? It's all the same thing, you know. Uh, yeah, people value things that 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 they can't have easy access to. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So so you know a woman, good looking woman, walking in the room, everybody's saying the same thing. She hearing the same shit all day, every day. You know what I mean? So so. Um, you got to separate yourself. You know, I touch them in places that the average man can't. You know right, I mean? right, 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 right. That's it, Blaze. Yeah. That's like mom. Yeah, I ain't sword measuring or nothing. That, everybody got that. Everybody doing that. But, you know, yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I'm in their mind, man. And, you know, yeah. All right, so it's an it's average looking nigga. He wants this bad bitch. But he squares a motherfucker. And he don't really know how to go about getting her in the right way. How do we take an average-looking nigga that want a bad bitch and make him get and mold his mind so he can get that broad? Man, that nigga better get some good credit or something. Man. <laughs> 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 get, get a loan. So you can't get a bad bitch if you ain't got no money. You that's can't. That's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> Around the corner, that's a lie. You and I both know that. <laughs> I'm just a lot saying. of dudes is just intimidated to talk to a pretty woman like that or who, what they consider is a pretty woman. To me, if you look at a pretty bitch long enough, something wrong with her too. Or ill might, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. But there's something wrong with all of them. Man. Right, right, you know right. what I'm saying? There's something wrong with all of us. Right, right, right. That, the finest one in the world, man. Somebody, somebody hates her guns. Yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody yeah. can't stand her ass. So, yeah, you man. know what I mean? That's probably the first podcast that oh, yeah, I got right. to sit down and talk this talk. Man, this is what I we, really appreciate. Yeah, it's you, all love. Because everybody know this shit about me, so they get to hear it. Yeah, about yeah. shit. I talk that real on here, man. One thing, one thing I want is the younger. I talk to the younger me when I do this show. The eighteen-year-old me. How do I? How do I get to this point better? You feel what I'm saying? So if you're watching and you're young and you know what I'm saying, you can get some game from it. So you telling me 
that confidence, or am I assuming, for a regular nigga to get a bad bitch, all he got to do is be willing to talk to her. Just be confident, because some of these niggas are scared to talk to her. Man. Y'all ain't noticed that being in these different uh, places we done been. Yeah. That motherfuckers be scared to talk to that bitch. Me, I'm the exact opposite. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. wait a minute, I might assess it for a second. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get up in her ear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell her what she want to hear. Yeah, yeah. I'm walking is. up to him asking her what their IG is. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. Right. yeah. That's yeah. So I can dance in that DM. Right now, bro. Huh? That's a pet peeve of mine. For real, it's a, I hate it. Yeah, I'm Tan, Tan definitely motivated me a lot too. He an action hero, man. Tan, <laughs> Tan, Tan, Tan a jump All three of us, man. Hell yeah. Home. yeah. <laughs> he ain't got no fresh shit today. He don't give a fuck, man. He just, you know, get right to it. And, 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 and you know, everybody assume that somebody's saying something to this woman all day, every day. But the, the actuality is, is. Everybody's scared to death, and she ain't heard too much of nothing, you know? Right. right. So, you know. Some beating yeah. around the bush. Yeah, some beating around the bush. I had an older cousin, man. My older cousin, he was just, and the nigga was always like, look, when you're out and about, you, you warm up on the on the, on the the ones that's insecure, the, the big ones, the ugly ones. You warm up on them. But the nigga would just say the most outlandish shit. And he's like, if you get them laughing, you know what I'm saying? You show that you're confident regardless, right. then right. that's how you end. And right. that nigga be walking out. As soon as they crack a smile. Yeah. It's uh, over with. Hey, I don't even separate them. It ain't no big Blades ones, fine ones. Blades don't care. Yeah. Oh, man, I don't like I talk to them all the same, man. They all the same, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, you, you, just, you, you just talk. Yeah. Man, that's that's an important thing, man, when you take that power away. Cause, so you saying, because now we're talking, now we're talking to form, well, Mackin and Pimpin is different, right? But you know what I'm saying? So you, you're speaking from the perspective of a, of a Mac right now. You know what I'm saying? That, man, that's the only thing I would consider myself, man, a, a master at communication, man. That's what all walks of life, man, with my business, with my family. You know, communication is the key. So uh, a lot of people can't do that. You know right, what I mean? right. So, so you got to be able to articulate, you know, what you want out of any deal. Right, right, you know, right. Whether it be a woman, whether it be a, a, a you know, item you want to purchase, you got to know how to do it. So right. Know. It's interesting that you refer to dealing with a woman as a deal because that's exactly one of the elements of dealing with a woman long term. It's a, it's a business transaction. A business Even if it ain't no pimping going on, it's money being spent, it's right. bills being paid. Right. That's why I was trying to say earlier, though. Okay? I was trying to say that, you know, either way it go, you still spend it. Right, right. In every fashion, we all doing it. You know, just hopefully it's reciprocated and coming back to one another. Right, right. You know what I mean? And if it's equal, then it's all love. Now let me ask you a real question. Would you want your daughters to be with a nigga like you? Yeah. Why? Okay. A go getter. Yeah, yeah. Sure. A go getter. Okay. Just, sure. just a, a straight up honest person. You know what I mean? So yeah. your daughter walk in the house and she with a nigga that got pimping all over him, and this is her dude. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm gonna have to sit the nigga down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely gonna have to sit the nigga down. <laughs> I mean, I'm being real though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you will see it quick. You will see it in a heartbeat. But I damn sure want my daughter with somebody such as her father. Definitely. A strong black man that's willing to get, go get it. There we go. I always made sure she had on Nikes. God damn it. And not just uh, uh, her whole life. You know what I'm saying? He's going to say black. say pimping, man. It's like, you know, it's like, you know, you know, we was young, man. We didn't really, it's like, you know, you know, my brother's gang bang and, you know what I mean? And, you know, they, they so dope, you know, I'm mm -hmm. so pussy. We all idiots, you know what I'm right, saying? Right. Everybody better than the other. But we just young and doing crazy shit. But, you know, at the end of the day, 
you know what I mean? You know, we got to evolve into to be men, and that's what it's about, man. Let me know? say this real yeah, quick. Real talk. I don't think they understand that we got 1.8 thousand motherfuckers. I think it's too. I wasn't going to read it, man. Craig Smith, ladies and gentlemen. Nah, but we got 1.8 thousand people in the chat, bro. We only got like 600 likes, man. That's fucking crazy. Oh, that's some wild shit. Y'all playing. I know 1,200 punk motherfuckers in our chat. No, they ain't 1,200 of y'all niggas that's business niggas. What is we doing, man? Come on, y'all. Let's go. Let's get this up to two, three thousand people, man. Yeah, I need a thousand yeah, yeah. likes before we go to a commercial break, man. Stop playing. Mm. Okay, I, I just, who did I just ask? You was asking blacks. He just reiterated. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Damn, that shit threw my uh, concentration off. Okay. So um, now we're talking to women. So let's get some advice to the women out there. How would you tell a, a, a woman with a good, sound mind, how would you teach her how to pick a good nigga for herself? What's step one in that? Look at me. A good man, as you know, is always visible too, just like a pretty woman is visible. If you see the way he conducts himself and carry himself and such, then you you know what I'm saying, you kinda can cater to it. But also don't be so quick to judge the outer appearance appearance because love is from the inner. Right. Mm. You know what I mean? I would say, uh, I would say uh, understand your role as a woman and your position in life. And understanding you, then you know what role a man plays in your life. You know, right, man, right, right. You get close to you. Yeah, yeah. So you know, and it, and it goes the other way with a man too. Know what your role and job is as a man. Right. You know, then you will know what to do with Absolutely. a real woman when you run into her. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Man, that's yeah. a, that's a, okay. Y'all dig that? Chime in on that. <laughs> Jack and Jackie. It's straight up and down. <laughs> Jack, Jackie, oh, up. Yeah. Damn. So she got to know herself. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't think I... Todd don't know what's going on. <laughs> You're talking about women. I don't know. <laughs> I heard of them. I don't know what you don't know. Hell yeah. They judge you by the t-shirt, man. Yeah. Get him, Todd. Get him. The nigga with the bulletproof sunglasses. Oh, that's funny to the motherfucker. Yeah, yeah man. That sound like Charlie Brown, Mama to Todd. <laughs> 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 hey, Todd, Todd, you ain't never, you ain't never won with a bitch, huh? <laughs> That nigga been with his wife 10 years and still ain't got no pussy. <laughs> Is it gonna be tonight? Jimmy give that nigga ass all this time. He didn't even know. Nigga didn't know he been hitting ass. <laughs> That nigga didn't know he was. Twenty twenty one, so he don't know. There's absolutely no benefit to a man to be married. Right. <laughs> 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 
You say there's no benefit for a man to be married in 2021? None. You tell me one. Mm. One thing Happy you can day. get from your wife that I couldn't get from a girlfriend. Mm. Uh, everyday availability. A girlfriend. Really? Okay, good. <laughs> Somebody who said that they're going to be with you until they die in front of God. Every, a girlfriend. They're the best liars like in the world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh man. The worst race is up there. Any, anything else? So. All I want is one. Hold on, Blade. You give me one. I'm done. He said Blade. That nigga said Blade. Right after the pandemic, divorce rates up there. Divorce rates is up because motherfuckers can't, you know, they ain't got their whole shit together. Motherfuckers is dying. Yeah, motherfuckers is dying. That's why. And they stuck. Right, right, right. Why would you act like that? They make jobs plus bosses to go out, man. Fuck away from you. Right. You get, you get, you get legacy. You know what I'm saying? You can't get legacy from no girlfriend. Why not? Yeah. You get your 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 kid and your family name. And all that shit, that, that don't mean nothing to y'all niggas. Know, yeah. She can go change her last name, but of course. So you're talking about business. That's a legacy of a fancy word for business. Thank you. You can do business with a girlfriend. Yes. You can start an LLC called Me and My Bits. Right. And whatever you want her to have, you can run it through Me and My Bits. Me and My Bits Smith. Straight up. So you're saying that, like, Come on, with, all, with all the girls that you was talking about, you know, y'all sharing all of these women and, no, no, and all no, this no, shit. No, so we talking about girlfriends. That nigga went back to the criminal shit. He said, so when you were gangbanging. So when you killed that nigga, how did that nigga die? Hey, hey, Tom. Hey, Tom. Let me help you out. Hey, Tom. Let me help you out, Tom. Let me help you out. Hold on, the square speaking square. Yeah, yeah, square. Yeah, yeah. I asked my wife. I was hoping you can. Okay, DMX. Look at the story. Look what happened. Do you see what happened this week with DMX? Uh -huh. The nigga's dead. You no, know, but what is what, what, what his assets? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. shit happened with the nigga. He go. Yeah. That, that's my point. That's, that's, that's my point. That's my, that's my point. All, all the work that man put in, his money about to go to white folks. Really? It's not his girlfriend, because let's just tell the truth. Niggas ain't getting married is not about to form an LLC. It's just not going to happen. So what ends up happening is got you got you got. I mean, with, with the woman, I'm, yeah. I'm, talk, I'm talking about with women and where to put everything. Right, right, right. That's what I'm talking about. But nigga, you talking Prince about Prince didn't even do that, nigga. So this is still the truth. But you saying niggas ain't gonna, <laughs> niggas ain't gonna do the right thing? No, but not, some no, will. No, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't call it doing the right thing. I, look, you nigga, you don't know when you're that's gonna the, die. That's the intricate. I know. Let me finish. I let y'all. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Prince didn't know he's gonna die in that elevator. You know what I mean? Demex, you know he's going to die. But because these men didn't have their paperwork right, they money about to go back to all these white folks right. instead of the pe and people he don't fuck with like that. Right. And this happens all the time. Right. When you don't take care of your shit, your money and your legacy and all the shit that you work for go to people that you don't even fuck with like that. I get you, but you can... So I'm, no, I, no, I just wanted to give one answer. Because so like, I'm the kind of person, I don't give a shit. If, if you ain't got that one woman that you really fuck with like that, 
Don't yeah. get married. You know what I mean? I'm cool with people saying single their whole life. Right. But I, so I'm, I'm not one to argue on what you should yeah. do, what you shouldn't do. Well, it ain't single. But it's, what I'm what I'm what I'm saying is this: when your shit ain't right, shit all that shit that you right. work for ain't gonna go right. And the reason why other groups keep winning is because they can pass down generational wealth. Well, let me ask you a question. Uh, that's the legacy. Like, no, no. That's the one thing for me. After that, uh, yeah, yeah. after that, you do what you want to do. If you ain't got your business in order, you just ain't got your fucking yeah. business in order. You don't have to like, like, yeah, I need you to clarify something. I need you to clarify something. Because it sounds like you're saying that in order to have your business together, that you and your wife have to be married in order to leave no. her... Okay, so articul- I'm, saying, I'm saying motherfuckers don't take care of business. All I'm saying is, this, if, if, if you, it if, sounds if you like your to- wife is watching this this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> she she in the car waiting on me. Gotta be politically correct. Uh, she probably is. That's what y'all. A fool is a fool, though. Whether he married or or he got a girlfriend. So if right. you ain't got your shit together, you ain't got your shit. But together. I wouldn't necessarily call Prince a fool. No, no, no. You know what I mean? Well, but he's a fool because well, he have his business together. Well, but I don't it, who he is. He well, Michael Jackson, I wouldn't call Michael Jackson a fool. Shit, I would. I mean, because <laughs> he, he had all their business together, but because there was no woman that he was tied to that he trusted, all of his shit got filtered but, back but, out to be we don't fuck. You say, when you say that, it's going on with DMX right now. Y'all say that, though, y'all making it sound like you have to have a woman to give you that type of motherfucker. No, I didn't say that. That's not true, bro. But no, no, you can't. He said, get our business affairs in our order ourselves. I want to be very clear. I want to be very clear. Don't put words in my mouth. What I'm saying is this: if people actually did take care of business, a one, go ahead and do it. What I'm saying is this: people don't. I'm, I'm not going with what what fantasy. I don't fuck with fantasy. I deal with life and how it actually works. Niggas a goddamn lie. I was at his office the other day. He was watching cartoons. I don't deal with Looney Tunes. He's a motherfucking liar. I, 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 I had Looney Tunes on. I had Looney Tunes on. I only deal in reality. But staying right there with you, you know, those other people win and build. It's not because they married. Yeah, that's it's, it's, it's because that's they got education. You know, you know, you know, the, 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 the white woman has a different level of education than the black woman. See, black women got higher education than white women. Well, well, no, I'm saying real education. I ain't talking about paperwork. This, this, you know, schooling and all. I'm talking about real education. You don't think Becky know that Darren is nailing one of them secretaries that they going to the strip club after them CEO meetings? They know. They not. They not tripping off of that. Go, baby. You know what I'm saying? Unless you fuck with the main thing a woman should be worried about is her security. See, Darren gonna nail that bra, give her a couple of coins, and that's it. She not getting the house. She not getting. You know what I'm saying? It's not interfering with her security. So she ain't tripping off of that in terms of divorce. He might not get no home-cooked meal for a week. He might not get that cookie for a week. But they're not not going to divorce. Now, a black woman, if she smells some other pussy on you, it ain't even, you know what I'm saying? Hey, you could have said, baby, she gave me $2 million for this dick, and I'm bringing it home to you. (laughs) She don't give a fuck about nothing, nigga. You and that bitch can get the fuck out, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? I don't don't want, I don't want. want, They smart. They smart in that sense. I don't want to get it like, like, these white folks dumb motherfuckers. I don't want to give them too much goddamn. But but here's this. Here's the one thing that they do know. They, because the whole reason why they set up the whole marriage thing is for legacy. It's really a business transaction. It really ain't all that love shit. That's the that can, that come and go. Right. It's it's a business it's a business relationship. Right. And the reason why you see the wealthy people constantly getting married is because they know where the, they want the money to go. The reason why you see yes. like poor white folks, 
They raised their dusty, sorry, trashy-ass women yeah. to go look for the biggest football player. They only going to college to get one of these dumb niggas right. to get that money, to get that bread. You said it. That's smart right there. You said it. You know, our women don't look for that security. Our women is looking for uh, uh, some six-minute abs. You know what I mean? Well, we uh, uh, some some I got I got my girl even going to going to school for business. Yeah, just right. in order to keep me on top of my business, and we both are studying it at the same time. Right, right. Because right. I want my girl to be able to back me as well. That nigga sure going to school the shit. same way niggas find out if they got something. My girl get tested. <laughs> if she good, I'm good. <laughs> I know what my business is. We both good. We got it. That nigga got a degree through his bra. That's what it is. I'm living by To where she can help me too, if right. I am, because that yeah. goes back to what we're talking about, that people don't even <laughs> understand that. You know what I mean? But I'm sharp enough to know that I want my bitch to be sharp too. There we but go. see, you a man that's on this game. Yeah. What Dewan is talking about, the average man who not on this game, not taking care of business, not knowing. I mean, you could be 50. You don't know when you're going to pass. Chris didn't know he was going to pass in that elevator. When you don't have somebody on your team like that. Your business immediately goes to the public, probate, all that other stuff. If you got somebody on your team, team, it's a little bit more of it has to go to the spouse first before it goes to the Yeah, but it's like a situation where, you know, I mean, a lot of a lot of the time they go to the spouse and she don't know what the fuck she doing with the money. So what I'm saying is this. I I feel what 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 DeWan is talking about as far as business and because we used to do that shit in Kimmet. You know what I'm saying? We used to marry Motherfuckers just so they can get into the, the, the world shit that we can get property. Okay, this is my girl. This is my wife now. Right. You know what I'm saying? So now she gets the property. It's about land rights. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So that's what we started that shit. So black women was always on that shit from the from the beginning of time, goddamn near. You know what I'm saying? So we was already on that shit. Americanized black women, that's what we need to talk about. Like now the, the society is built for a woman to have everything. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, you, to me, you're not black because you're black. You got to have a black mind. That's what I mean. So, like, so, yeah, and, 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 European yeah. Yeah. So, and so, that, and so, so, could a white woman have a black mind? A white one, a white woman's mind could be had by a black man for sure. Yeah. Um, and she could produce black offspring, but genetically, it would be impossible for her to be black. But she can develop empathy for a black conscience, I think. But in the end, I think self-preservation beats everything. And I think in the end, she's she going to be white. If, if white it, women can be weaponized. Yes, but they, they can. can be weaponized. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yes, they can. Most definitely. Any woman of any race, ours get taken all the time. Yeah, all, all the time. time. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, um, hypnotized to what we got going on right now, man. Most Americanized. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, with a weave is the start of it. I'm talking about <laughs> I, It's so many different levels to it. I well, fucking hate them. You know, but uh, I can't I stand them, man. I can't stand them oh, weaves. I can't stand a female to tell you that you fake. A uh, nigga is fake when everything about you is fake right man. now. Fake <laughs> weave, nails, eyelashes, yeah. toenails. I mean, oh, come on, man. Titties. Yeah. Lips. And you got the nerve to say we fake? Uh, nigga, uh, please. Yeah, yeah, that's some real shit. Yeah, a, a good woman, at the end of the day, she can have your back like no other. You yeah. know what I mean? Because I don't, I don't, and I, I know everybody got their own experiences, so I can only speak from my own from my own experience. Like I saw how my grandmother had my grandfather's back, how my mom has my dad's back, how my yeah. sister has her husband's back, how my wife's parents had. I've only seen successful marriages. Right. I, I've never experienced divorce in my life. Right. Not from a parent, not from a nobody in my that's life. Awesome. So I've only seen 
men doing their thing, then they, the reason why they've been able to do their thing is because they got a woman that's over there catching them darts left and right for them that, yeah. he don't, that he never feels. So if you open yourself to it, you can get it. Right. Law of attraction. So you open your mind to it, you can get whatever you want. So I'm just throwing that out there for those who may have a, a little bit of jaded. Because I know everybody got different experiences, and I can't judge a nigga right. that got a different experience than me. Right. But I think it goes back to what my man was talking about in reference to how you pick like a woman to tell you from the beginning who she is and what she's about. She'll right. show you her car. Like my my parents been married for forty seven years. My grandparents was married for sixty five, and then my whole dad side of the family they all married to the same man. I never saw a divorce. But I looked at, and my pops told me, he was like, it's just how you pick. Right, yeah. It's pick how you pick from I'm, Jump Street. I'm going to say this. I, and I don't know nobody. I know a couple of dudes in here, but I bet y'all the only two got that story out of the rest of us. I mean, you know, and it's a, yeah. and it's a dope story. And mm-hmm. I, if I could find one, man, that's what I'm going to teach my son. That. What you yeah, saying, and what you, you know what I mean? But, but, yeah, yeah, but, but wow. it don't happen. You know, I, see, I, I didn't, one thing. I, I didn't yeah. pick out my dad picked. But like, for me, that the one, one reason why I do, one, one reason thing that got me into studying racism as hard as I did is what happened. Yeah. How do we go from there to here? Yeah. And so yeah. I don't, even when I look at people who've had different experiences, I still don't look at you. I look at the system people was put up under. Thank when the man's, like, one reason why my parents say, my dad never, my parents never went through that whole. I'm mm-hmm. be losing money. I'm get, I'm get. I lost my job. Yeah. My dad had the same job he had when I was born that he retired on. Same thing with my mom. Yeah. So we didn't have the economic factors that caused other relationships to split. Exactly. Other people that would have had great relationships, exactly. but because this country economic decided system. to take all of our jobs and send them to China, right. Right. niggas can't bring in no money. The right. government said, "Here, I got the money for you, bitch," yeah. and yeah. it divided. Yeah. It, it drove a wedge in our family. So we yeah. always got to keep sight yeah. of the economic factors that drove wedges. It's not that our people was crazy. Yeah. They, they were dealing with shit that anybody go broke, nigga, you probably gonna get a divorce. Yeah. So I'm lucky. Yeah. I don't, you know, yeah. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Niggas, niggas became shiny like what, 76, 77? Yes. Perms and shit. The super flyer. Shiny. That's partially correct. That's partially correct. I mean, that's when the whole. I mean. I'm talking about not like. I'm talking about like the. That, that type of nigga, like the hard working man, wasn't looked at. Like, you know, you had nigga. Uh, yeah, you yeah. Put, you know they they mean? Mean? look at the pimp. But no, no, he said that my dad said that my dad graduated in 71. He said, This, my dad tells me this all the time. He said, In the 60s, we saw Martin Luther King, Malcolm X. We thought when they signed that civil rights bill, we thought that we got something. So he said, When the Mac came out, the when the Superfly came out, yes. when, oh the, when Shaft came out, came out, he said, Niggas went one of them three paths. The, the, the straight ahead nigga was more like Shaft. He was a cop or probably went to college. Mm-hmm. Then you had the niggas that was the Mac, and you had to, that, that was Goldie, and you had the niggas that was Superfly. He said, 72, all them niggas start putting the Lord Jesus, they called him the Lord Jesus, that perm. Right. <laughs> he said, in LA, yes, in LA, in LA, in LA they called it, they called, they called it the Lord Jesus. So niggas in 72 start putting that Lord Jesus in their head, and they was like, nigga, fuck. All this, our parents finished yeah. fighting. Niggas time to but, party, but but the, and the, niggas got the shiny. correlation is just it became cinematic. It's the movie, but it's in the hood. That's always been a factor. Yeah. Right. All the fly niggas permed right. out have been around since the nineteen twenties. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and um. <laughs> That mentality has Zuzu. always been here, nigga. You niggas forget yeah. Malcolm X was Malcolm X was pimping. It was yeah. that's what it became. He got cracked pimping yeah. a bitch yeah. with Red Fox. But see, they still was looked at <laughs> on everything. But see, but see, they still they still come to the barbecues and they not looked at as this. Yeah, the nigga, but, the nigga with the job and the, 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 the working at the plant, they was looked at as like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Then 
around the time I'm talking about is when like, oh girl, he it's is. when the movies came in the clutch. That that's when they that's when they changed perception. Also, but it was also a system that propagated women to stay at home and not get a man. Right. And you know, if you oh you can be a wealthy, but you got to do it at the house, then it's gonna be less money. But yeah. If you at the house yeah. by yourself yeah. with yeah. a bunch of kids, then we gonna keep sending you this money. Yeah. And that's when rat because before that ratchet behavior was kind of around, but it wasn't really around like that. But it became no, no, it, it became was, right. it was around something like that. It was less less talked about. Now it's now the cameras on it. Yeah. Well back yeah, back in the day, man. Listen, listen, it was It ain't nothing worse than finding out somebody granny was a hoe like damn Your granny got six baby daddy, she was out here. Damn, But we granny was on one like that. Granny was on one. But look though, I'm always saying she wasn't always saying, right. It, 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 it being cinematic correlates, and this is why it correlates. I'm going to jump from one thing to the next. So I forget the name of the study, right? But there's an actual complex that a lot of um, people who are hard of hearing have, right? Mm -hmm. When they watch TV and they watch movies, they see subtitles. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times they mimic the behavior of the, the characters in the subtitles because that's what they know of. Uh, when they try to build with people who can hear, they mimic what they read in the subtitles, mm -hmm. right? And, and this is what I mean by like they'll mimic the uh, they'll mimic uh, the what the fuck is that called? Cadence. Not the cadence. They they oh, think action. right, but when uh. a, the person writing the shit writes it as a character, right? And right. that character has a certain set of traits that are over. That you have to you have to improv right, right. it, but they so. play it up. I'm yeah. so high. Can... No, I right. get it. It's almost so, like the difference between the conversation and reading a text message. Right. So yeah. deaf people are mimicking the over sensationalized yeah. Yeah. version yeah. of things oh, when they try to deal with people who can hear. Right. Right. right? So <laughs> I think that that translation happened when movies became cinematic because people start acting like the characters okay. Okay. that are written into the movies. That's a good translation. You know a lot saying? of people do that. Like, like, right. And that's why but that's why everybody's now telling going somewhere. Right. That's why right. everybody's yeah. right. Like because going. if these characters were always around because that in their because these people are always around, that's what makes you able to create a Goldie character. Right. Which is extra on top. But then once you've seen is believing. Right. Once people keep seeing things, you kinda it just it, naturally human True. To, to mimic the, your environment yeah, to, right. and, and mimic what you see the most. That started like, with Birth of a Nation. It's like Birth of a Nation came Baby, just sit there and watch you, man. Watch right. everything. Yeah. You but, like, what you but, but also, too, like, it mimicking a movie, the movie and the people who create the movie want the movie and the character to be seen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? So when you start to mimic that, now what makes that general or what makes it different than way back in the day is that the, the pimps and the hustlers didn't want to be seen back in the day. Yeah, but yeah, now yeah. the niggas mimicking the pimps and the hustlers in the movie want to be seen. Yeah, that's yeah. correct. And that's what makes yes. it you feel what I'm saying? Right. That's what yeah. same with the gangster shit now. Yeah. Now gangsters are cow chasing on Instagram. Now that, that graduated but that graduated to our music though. Right. See you know what I'm saying? Because the movies we didn't get what colors to what, eighty something? Yeah. Eighty something that's when colors came out. Eighty eight. So we got from what, what, what's the gangster movie before that that would influence? Okay, here, it, this is that's what I'm saying. Then hold got, on, it was breaking if before, you it niggas, was dancing before that. Like Tam might be able to remember this movie. First gangster movie in theaters that depicted L.A. blood and crip culture was Denzel Washington's first leading role. 
He played a teacher. I just don't remember the name of the movie. That was it, Mr. McAfee? I saw that the other day. No, that was, was in the blue dress? Yeah. Yeah. Mr. McAfee, he was taking that Crenshaw High. He was, right. He was the Crenshaw High. Uh, right. His name is the Crenshaw High. Is that the name of the movie? His name is Miss McKinnon. The dude's name was McKenna, but I forgot the name of the movie. But that's the first movie that I, I could, I that could remember that that <laughs> accurately depicted life as a blood growing up in a blood and crip environment in the eighties. That was probably like that was eighty three or eighty two, I think. Right? What year did that movie come out? See, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm looking it up right now. Google it right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking it up right now. I forgot that shit, man. I literally just saw that movie the other day, bro. Hard lessons. You right? Because like hard lessons. Because you right about that. Because like when Colors came out, I remember being I'm being raised in South Central LA when the movie came out, and we talked about the gang. I remember the gangster. You could walk through LA. Niggas didn't really wasn't all the way out there like that. They were they weren't trying to the, the movie colors kind of made it seem as if these motherfuckers was going around with these big ass red rags all the time. And I grew up in the Jays. I never saw that. Mm, but once shit, the once I the, grew up on yeah, fucking well, I mean, wall, I, I'm talking I before, I'm talking about before colors. Yeah. After uh, colors, I saw the shit all the goddamn cracking, time. But it was already cracking before, though. Right? No, no, no. Yeah, I said he was cracking, but I'm saying, but niggas weren't advertising yeah. it like that. Well, on the well, east side, they, the side they was though, yeah. bro. When I, yeah. It was going hey, real, real, out there real raw, me, like man. That. You wouldn't eat nacho cheese Doritos because the bag was red. And that could have been your favorite flavor. <laughs> I swear, you know bro. what I'm saying? It, it, was, it was that serious. Because yeah. niggas would have their colors and everything, but it was it was a different dynamic. The movie kind of codified it, it. I saw the behavior change after the movie came out. Right. Well, it definitely made it more popular, but gang banging. They showed you it. Yeah. Them in the modules yeah. was popping over yeah. there. Oh, I didn't say it wasn't popping. Like, yeah. It was popping like a motherfucker. the wickedest times. Uh, but, but, but entertainment in a way uh, amplifies what's already going on in the neighborhood. Yeah. What makes more niggas... It, 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 it's just, right, it's a safe... They said life is going to always imitate art. Right. The artists put out yeah. the next generation because it's catered to the kids. No, right. No, that's not what we said. No, we, we passed that. No, yeah, what we're saying is it's going to be extra. But that's a good... That's an accurate statement. No, what we're saying is we talking about how... like What we're saying is like if it if whatever they put on screen can change... Society that's, that's, and the way it's gonna amp it up. It'll tweak it. Imitates the art. No, but it, not, it's not. It's not the life though. It's the right. art. It's the it's the art imitating the life. life. You know what I'm saying? Because these are real gangsters. Yeah. Right. Talking about. So what I'm saying is, but they're not put out like that in real life. Like they niggas is scared of these people. But right. if we have a movie sensationalizing this shit, like it, right. yeah. you know what I'm saying? So it, that 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 didn't happen until like you were saying, the '83 right. the colors. That shit start coming out. Niggas like them niggas is really banging. Well, right. <laughs> no. Go ahead, Blaze. Go ahead, Blaze. To me, that was like niggas who wasn't from here. That was out of towners who was like, oh, yeah, yeah, really, what I mean. Like, yeah. But us, that was right here in it. That movie came out. That was like really, to me, that was watered down to what was really going yeah, on. Yeah, it was watered down to It was, it was goofy to the niggas yeah. who was really in this shit. You know right. what I'm saying? Black niggas talking like a with Mexican. With the Mexicans yeah. doing pop-locking with the Mexicans. No, yeah. no, no. No, it's some black essays, nigga. It's some black essays. You know black essays named Larry. Yeah, that nigga's a low key. Like, what's your name, nigga? Like, because man, I ain't gonna lie, the, the first, the man, first gang that I remember having like a mixture of races, but they all 18th. acted like Essex with 18th Street. 18th. You'll find a white boy, a nigga, Asian, and they all be from 18th Street and be with the full fledged yeah, business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Let me ask y'all a question: What do y'all think about Birth of a Nation? Do you think it, it sensationalized what was already going on, or yeah. you think it changed the, Definitely. or it changed the landscape? Yeah, we don't have to think. That shit happened. Yeah. That shit was like a. That shit was like a. That's just like a glorification. It's like a nigga a celebration of just white supremacy, nigga. <laughs> like, okay, it's like, like literally the Klan was dead. Like the Klan was a popular thing in the 1880s and the 1890s. 
by the 1900s, the Klan was kind of dead. I'm tired. And then when Birth of a Nation came out, them motherfuckers had, them motherfuckers started having like overnight. Clan and like oh, so many niggas up. got killed yeah, after Birth of a Nation came out because they was imitating that movie with us. All that right. boys in the hood, all that it definitely influenced the other other states. And oh, you know what else yeah. was an influence? I'll never forget when, when Tupac got with Death Row. Yeah, that when, was big. The, the change that happened then was because before then the gangsters was the gangsters right. and the squares was the Hold squares. On. Right. That's another example of uh life imitating art because everybody that's really from LA that grew up in gang culture which is a lot of people in here we saw Tupac we saw that's a dope artist yeah, yeah. but we yeah. but, but we city was doing that wasn't he was imitating and you remember like before no before disrespect. Pac got popular no disrespect. The, the gangsters was the gangsters and the squares was the squares after Pac came around I saw niggas raising the Derek saying cuz every other word. I'm like, cuz I was raised, yeah. I was always raised, I never said blood. Even though I was raising, I, it was respect. Yeah. I don't say your words, y'all leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. Yeah. But when Tupac came out, yeah. all the square niggas like me was cuz yeah. blood. And I'm looking at them like, hey, we about to get shot. Yeah. Because it was, he made it, he made, he made. I'm blaming on Snoop. I'm blaming on Snoop. No, Snoop, and Snoop got it hot. He's out of arrows. Nah, but, but you know, was, nigga, was, every nigga, every nigga, but you, you had niggas with two parent households, dental insurance, exactly. acting yeah. like they gangsters. That's Tupac that's came out. That's like, what the fuck you doing, but nigga? You know what? But, but that, that, times was at a little bit Snoop. of a change then, too. It was, you know, I think that was a little bit, you know, that was like for the. Snoop never made it feasible and easy to say. Blood. Yeah. yeah, well, Snoop. That's Snoop, all he did. Right? He commercialized Cuz. Period. He did. I, look, I when, when I was young, if you said Cuz or if you had braids, it was certain shit where, that, well, this nigga Ray really banging. Yeah. This nigga yeah. ain't just. This nigga really banging. Like, I remember, I remember in the late 80s, early 90s, everybody was housing. Right, right, but you know, uh, 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 kid play, Humpty Hump, all that, right? But but niggas was growing their hair out and dyeing it blonde and doing all the shit they do now, right? But when you seen them dancer niggas go from having to dye little uh, curly fro to the braids, you knew, oh, he banging. They made them shoes up in the hood, like y'all around here throwing parties and shit, nigga. It's time to come on. Tagging. That was the indicator when the nigga was telling the tagging. Right. With the dancing and the tagging to back the bank. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Right. So you gotta understand the whole dancing thing started changing because the gangster niggas was sweating. Dancing they was going to parties, socking niggas out the splits. Like, <laughs> 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 listen, 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 listen
Is that nigga out there sweating fire on his ass? But listen, as he said that, as he said that, he brought that all to my head. You know who that is? Listen, as, not really. That's Brown from the far side. Okay, that's my guy. Yeah. So, but as he said that. I, it brought me into fruition to think about it because the sex jerks was more at Westchester. Right. You forgetting that we had nothing but trouble in KWS. Right. So like He's I said, it was the uh, Tigers uh, that started banging too and started tripping on the sex jerks because I was in nothing but trouble. <laughs> right. So I'm just saying. Then they turned she, into yeah. the five yeah. and all this goes. Lot, you know, I did a lot, bro. Yeah. Venice beat now. Yeah. Don't forget about Venice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure, yeah. on wheels yeah. and went to cracking up there. Yeah. Then the '60s start coming. Right. Hey, really making it happen. Y'all forget that schoolyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like, damn, what's going on? Remember, you, you, know, shit, you know how bad it was? Movies, though, too, y'all made people start tripping harder, though. We so. used to go on gospel night, and niggas started banging on gospel night, because motherfuckers <laughs> who weren't even going well, to church. Well, I went to church with the gospel Yeah, we, we would go to gospel night so we can avoid Rest that shit. Rest in peace, solo. And I was there. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was all you service. It was like, it was like, it was like, all you service. It was Crenshaw Christian Center. It was West Angeles. And niggas was busted. It's like 92. Yeah. Like, Word on Wheels, you couldn't even go on gospel night back then. That shit. But to show you how, how life imitate art, this nigga tired right here. This nigga's the last lizard over here. This motherfucker. Whoa! Leroy! He's the last lizard. There is no more. Get you, nigga. Hey, hey, the wine on the grill. All right, so let me say what's going on with this nigga. Oh, that's way too long. The nigga started talking to himself. The nigga started chopping it up with himself. He got a whole pregame That nigga said, let me turn on this 18 wheeler real quick. He was over there looking like Flubber just turning into other shit when I was looking at this thing. Everybody started talking while he was talking. Wait, <laughs> 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 As soon as he started talking, Tab was like, I'm finna put it down. <laughs> <laughs> no man, but that but that's something that a lot of people don't understand about gang culture is like, you know, a lot of these party crews and tagger crews and all of these different crews that exist in the hood, they start off with good intentions, man. and then they get pressed into banging. Free guns. That's what happened? How did the uh, did y'all did the sex jerks? Did y'all just turn into a hood, or the local crips in the area came to y'all like, nah, my nigga, y'all got to start. I don't know. I went from sex jerk. Oh, almost. Hey, 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 some of them don't because they get pre pressure to end up banging. Yeah. And that's pretty much what happened. But 92, yeah. like, you, you got it. Wasn't a lot of, it, wasn't, it wasn't a lot of music to really house to no more, nigga. Yeah. 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 yeah we talking <laughs> the 80s right now. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't because... no more. Yeah. Well, niggas in the late 80s, early niggas was wearing biker shorts and getting bitches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Late 80s. Yeah. And then. Yeah. And, yeah. Niggas was dancing to JJ Fadden. And right around. Yeah. Super, 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 now you got the niggas in skinny jeans and the fluorescent clothes and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But even when you look at it, like, I look at my, my dad always said, my, my dad was on the streets back in the late 70s, early 80s. He always said that the drugs went to the drug dealers and the gangsters gangsters. 
Well, yeah, it and used the, to be and, separate and like a motherfucker. And then when he, he said he, he looked up one day, he couldn't get no supply. When it was good for him, he ended up going straight out of that. You know what right. I mean? Mm-hmm. But he looked up now. Say that. Was, say that different. Yeah. He went. <laughs> but it sounded like you said your dad used to be a cupcake. <laughs> 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 went, nah, if you if you get that from him, if you get that from him selling that thing, then no, you, you say he, 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 he said he decided. <laughs> Yeah, and so, <laughs> he said he said he decided to go straight like 78, 79. Yeah, like, you no, go ahead, go ahead. I'm a believer in I'm a believer in I'm a believer in people who can't pick up code language. They have a certain death on their way. Yeah. I'm not gonna get it. But go ahead. I, don't, go I ahead. know what you mean. But like no, I remember him talking about how like in LA that shit started going to these 15, 16 year old niggas in high school, and the niggas who traditionally drug drugs, dealt drugs couldn't get it no more. You talking about crack? Yeah, when that that that, that intentionally went to them, and then you start seeing the guns pop up out of nowhere, and right. and so you know what I mean. So like, it's we gotta at that factory at the same time because before all that happened, you had your dancers over here, your low riders over there, right? You know what I mean. You had your taggers over here, right? And then yo, then you had your niggas that bang, but they was more so into like they weren't. It wasn't no drug thing. It wasn't money involved in it like that because the money was with the drug dealers. There's always been money involved, but it wasn't. Crack made that shit like being in the NBA. Crack put it in the gangster's hand. Yeah. It's not that the drug dealers had a code. But what I'm saying. Niggas on bees and shit. The real, they yeah, the real up. ones. The real yeah. drug dealers had a code. They didn't have to shoot all the time. Yeah. But when you put the drugs in the 17-year-old gangster's head, yeah. ain't no more code. Yeah. He made it interesting. <laughs> my mama finna kick me out tomorrow, nigga. This shit is finna go today, nigga. Fuck them. And they, what they talking about? They one of y'all made an interesting point, though. There was no music to dance to like that. So did the music change the culture or did the culture change the music? No, culture. culture no, the culture changed the music. Culture changed the mu- the the culture changed the music, but and then then the music, right? The business of music only made certain parts of culture available. Right. Once they because they deal with analytics, so once they see something resonating, they gonna overexpose <laughs> that till they get everything they can out of it. So that whole NWA shit hitting, that shit was at one point that was underground, and then when it proved its viability as a business and. Then they start making that overly accessible, and that's where niggas uh, went from wearing biker shorts and dancing and trying to impress bitches to gang bangers. Because when Snoop, man, because nigga, I remember it was a time where everybody started wearing khakis and and and, 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 and L.A. Gates and all that. Ninety-three. With the penalty, Every, right, right. Niggas at them surpluses. Yeah, man. And, but but again, that's, that goes back to the original question that you asked: Was it society or was it the art? I, my conjecture is it was the people who controlled the music, the record right. label. Talk because you go back and listen to what Too Short said. Yeah. Too Short had an article in Vibe Magazine 2008. And he talked about after 93 how Too Short always had pimping and consciousness on all of his albums. Right. He was like, after that, they were like, you can Pimpin take Pimping is a consciousness. It is. Yeah. But, he, but he would have like the, the business game and all that shit. And this motherfucker uh, Short said that the record label came to him and was like, you can say bitch, pussy, all you want. And you know, and just go. You that's what we gonna put on your album. Yeah. And then he was like, okay, but I got these six, I got these conscious songs. They're like, no, what? We'll, we'll we'll put that on the next. Too short. Sure got a whole yeah, album with yeah. Sounds yeah. of Blackness. Yeah. yeah, and then and then and that, never, so, that never hit the chart. Yeah, <laughs> with Sounds of Blackness. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so too short. Marvin Sapp got a whole yeah. album. Keep your head up on the straw, yeah. part two. Yeah, so, 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 so the cats, the cats, the cats under thirty years old got to understand that the back, this was before Spotify when the record label. They decided what songs got put on that album. Oh, they still, still they, like yeah, it. yeah. 
They still do. <laughs> but I'm saying back then they had that straight up. There was no way you could back out and put yeah. it somewhere else. You can't do that now. And so what happened was, but you can be independent now like you couldn't back then. Independent back then was selling on the trunk. Independent selling the trunk. Now you can pay for your own ass and be independent on Spotify and get a million streams. So you couldn't do that back then. So I'm saying, well, there was always payola. Yeah, but I'm saying, but it's always been payola. There's just no internet. But 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 in order to really to payola, nigga, you was talking about a million to break a record back in the day. Yeah, so so they gotta know that like that's what happened. They decided to put that shit on the on on the albums after '93. That wasn't what that wasn't black folks just coming together saying we gonna be all gay. Believe it or not, it's still payola even through the Spotify's. Oh, that's still yeah, that's still payola. That's why I said put money behind it. Still gotta get on the different platforms and playlists. And playlist bookers and all this, yeah. you spend at least we, we to three hundred thousand in order to break we, we a single and make it to where yeah, you would yeah. like for it to be. Right. It's not yeah. just I'm gonna put this shit all on Apple Tunes and everything and it's gonna pop. Yeah. That's that's not true because everybody doing it. Right. You know what I mean? It's totally different. Yeah, to, but to it's pop, still the same yeah. thing. In order for a, a hit single to pop, yeah, yeah, right you're now right. you spending upwards of two hundred, a quarter million dollars. Hell yeah, a month, a month, a, a, a month. month. Yeah, I'm telling you, spending bread to make this happen. Yeah, two hundred grand a month nah, to make it. Nah, I'm talking about the pop charts. Yeah. To be on that number. Once you three hundred thousand, gonna get you to, on, the, to on, wait, on, uh, on the top fifty Billboard. Yeah. In three hundred thousand dollars, you can get your shit everywhere. You gonna every day gonna stream yeah, everywhere. Independent streamer. In, no, any, you, independent I, just think about this though. How many independent niggas got three hundred thousand to put on one song? Not many. Not many. So what we're talking about is big. Big uh, labels, label deals. These these only people who are pushing these singles like this. So that's why I said they're not. You're not really getting the songs you want. So that's why they're still pushing the same agenda of, of what we think. Because what happened was they had white America buying that shit. Right. And when the white people start buying that shit, then let's turn up the niggerness. Yeah. The niggerness got to go to ten. Right. Give a fuck. It's at seven now. Because self destruction. They view it Our problem on the, in the independent thing on the West Coast is. Well, let me just say, the South has it popping, Talk about right? And they have it popping because they have the big homies and stuff that's not caring about putting their young homies, and that's balling, putting their young homies in Ferraris and Lamborghinis and jeweling them up and making them look fresh and making it happen and, and investing that cash into it because they know how to step back. Right. Plus, you know, it, it, it's cheaper to live. Right. You know what I mean? They're still selling dope out there. Well, crack is the West like Coast, we don't have that. Commodity. We don't have that type of thing. We don't. I can't say, uh, Craig. Hey, man, let me hold two hundred thousand real yeah, quick. Right. Make yeah, me look good and make this happen. We we don't do that on the West Coast. What, what I was saying was like, no, y'all one hundred percent right as far as going number one. But what I was saying as far as being independent, it's a it's a big lake ocean between number one and still living a good ass lifestyle as an independent artist. Right. You know what I mean? Because you, you can be an artist that's only getting seventy thousand streams, eighty thousand streams, but every city you go to, you are gonna sell four thousand tickets. Yeah, yeah. No, you know what I mean? So that that's something that that's all. That's what because and right now in music, what better life it is to live than to be able to do that. Without having to go to one of them motherfuckers, right. I live like, off shows. You just got to right divorce now, yourself today. from one to be right. Jay Z. Yeah. But it's yeah. a lot of money between yeah. now because, and Jay Z. Because back in the days, it was it was major yeah. or nothing. Yeah, it was all or nothing back then. Yeah, now I'm talking about to pop. Like to, if you want your shit, because that's what young niggas is always talking about, trying to get to that that little baby level. The baby, if you're seeing niggas that's hitting like that and they got hit songs, but you go to the album and the rest of that shit is doo doo, but they pushing the same song. You see that shit at the top of every playlist. It was some money. They doing. They they put. A lot of money. I'm saying it's, it's a lot right. of independent yeah. niggas that can never come up with that that type of bread for that one song. So well, I'm, I, well, I'm think we're, we're we're saying the same thing. I'm just Listen, talking about. I'm just saying. I'm talking about at the level at the level you're talking about at the level you're talking about where it can influence culture. 
the white people are going to control that. They're yeah, going to control what song. That's what I'm talking about. I know that. That's we in America. A lot of indie artists not in charge. I mean, a lot of artists not in charge because they didn't choose the independent route. So they got the, a business behind them that wants to push that agenda. Yes. That want to pollute the minds of the young black youth and right. minorities. You know what I mean? So it's about like having control of your shit. You know what I mean? To the point now, it's like uh, like we got we got a. Uh, like the independent artists got, we got power where we could basically put it into our music and do whatever the fuck we want as long as we got a hustle behind us. Because not every time music is not going to be the number one thing to hustle. A lot of artists don't have a hustle. You know right. what I mean? So they have mm-hmm. the labels to get that advance and shit like that. And not know what to do with the fucking money. Or they'll go ahead and charge you a million dollars just go record with somebody when you've been doing it in the garage all this time. And they, you know what I mean? Right, right. It's just fucked up places where you can't even put your money when you got an event. You know what right, I'm right. You gotta be smart with your shit. We're gonna go to a commercial okay. break. We're gonna go to a commercial break. Uh, yeah, we when we get back, more Craig facts. Yes, sir. Like the video. Like the video. Black owned gun store in Burbank. Redstone. Spot in Phoenix. I said in Burbank. We're cheap. Yeah. It's in Burbank. It's two black-owned gun stores in Southern California. One is in Burbank, and the other one is—I mean—and where's the other one? Ontario. Ontario. You got to present all your. What's the best one? They're, they're both called. They're both Redstone. Redstone. Oh, oh, oh. You got to show ID and all that. Yeah. yeah. No, they legal as a motherfucker. Yeah. But they, you're giving your money to a for sure black man to own it. Like he for sure he be there. He cool. All the brothers. Like, yeah, he do. Superhero guns you got yeah. in the back, nigga. <laughs> the like, shit you made. Maybe that elephant gun. Yeah, the <laughs> shit you made to fight white supremacy, nigga. Yeah. That nigga bought me. I bought a ten shot shotgun from him with no pump. It's a pumpless shotgun. Oh, that motherfucker's sweet. I bought a Mossberg from him. Yeah, a couple. Uh, I, I, is that what it is? I'm not sure. I show you. I show it to you. Yeah. Oh yeah. I got a few handguns from him. But for a lot of people who don't know, they opened up the concealed to carry uh, requirements in, in in Los Angeles County, which is the hardest place to really? get a CCW yes, in the world. Yeah, they don't want niggas yeah, having guns. I got one in Michigan, man. They told me it was impossible to get one when I came out here. Yeah. Right? Until, until, until last month. But if you're an entertainer, if you're an entertainer and you could prove it with all the shit that's been going on. Yeah, yeah. So for all those, I would apply. I just apply. Why you just told me that? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. Wild West out here, man. Yeah, yeah, these yeah. a lot of these coward niggas are shooting because they know or robbing niggas because they know it ain't no nothing coming back at them. And then all the niggas they got all that ADD PPP and put all the guns up. Yeah, yeah. And all that jury they were buying. It's some whole ass niggas out here. Right. Some whole ass niggas out here carrying guns too. It's a it's a rapper in Detroit. Yeah. The rapper in Detroit named Peasy. He just got uh. No, he was in his driveway. They tried to rob him. Niggas was gunpoint. He fought both the niggas. Bit one of them. Fired on the niggas. That's how you know. He knew they was some whole ass niggas. How you got guns to rob a nigga and you get bit? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this niggas got guns, man. Yeah, they they yeah, Motherfucker get the drop on me, just don't kill me, man. You can have whatever I got. I'm not fighting you for none of this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's some wild So what's up, man? You you been at home writing? Joe was outside killing us earlier, man. He killed Charlie. He said Charlie was dressed like a mannequin, man. <laughs> <laughs> the, show, the whole left side of the show's head still unshaven though. <laughs> Half cut his head and shit. And nigga, show eat the foil when he eat pot pie. Look, he ain't got up yet. I know he wasn't. You ain't gonna get up, show. I'm letting him go. He gonna 
Ah, 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 ah. That nigga show shaped like he on AIDS medication. Nigga, you need a deodorant medication. <laughs> <laughs> You made old boy breathing that hot ass breath on his neck when he was on the mic. That nigga was looking at you like, you don't sit your big greasy ass down. That nigga swept. Like my nigga, you look like Earthworm Jim, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Just sit your ass down. Nigga, you sweat margarine, nigga. Please, not butter. Oh, see? Oh, you like the demolition man. <laughs> Citizen rat. Come on out of here. Your <laughs> ass on out of here. Hey, RP rat. I'm too old not to tell. 
<laughs> if the nigga been waiting for an hour on that one, I did. Nigga been thinking. If the one could lose weight by talking, the nigga be a hundred pounds. <laughs> oh, I man. just strong neck nigga. Fuck it. <laughs> Where you been, Charlie? You booked some shit? Yeah, I just booked a commercial, man. I'm really grateful. I'm getting ready to shoot out of town. I'll shoot the commercial. I've been auditioning for shit like five or six auditions. The crazy thing about when you're an actor, man, you'll get an audition from your agent the night before, like memorize these six pages. Right. right. You, gotta, you know how it is. You got to turn that shit in tomorrow. Everything stops. So at least like last week, I had probably seven auditions. I booked one for a commercial. Hell I'm yeah. Really grateful, man. These national commercials is what's keeping the keeping nigga heating. So nigga, you probably like flow. Hey, hey I'm happy man. to be, hey, Charlie, That's man. I was watching a Dodger game and. Your commercial was on the whole fucking commercial break. Hey, man. Glory to God. Like, like it wasn't in taxis and over with. And it, it was the whole two and a half minute break was this degenerate nigga telling me about my taxes. Man. I'm grateful. <laughs> like, it's funny, man. A lot of people don't know, like, what they do with commercials, especially national commercials, is they lease the commercial like like an apartment. Six months, two months, three months. And then when they renew that lease, they send you a check. You know what I'm saying? Big Nasty, you know? So let's just keep praying they keep it. <laughs> big Nasty. Checks and Big Nasty. Oh, I'm so high. I thought you were saying a Big Nasty. No, I'm saying a Big Nasty. No. I, I know you want to give us a Big Nasty. No. What is he doing? No, he, he was in the show. He was in the, he was in the TV show. Which one was that? Uh, 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 them. Them, them but uh, like my fourth commercial right now, the contract, it's like a 13-week lease. Yeah. And they run it right now. Like you said, they can renew it. Uh, once, once, the, once the 30 inches up. So, I'm grateful, man. Blessing. I'm really grateful. Yeah, that's a definitely a blessing. Let's get with y'all niggas and get some commercials right now. Yeah, let's do it. Commercials that pay, man. It pay like a motherfucker, man. Anybody got something they dropping they want to promote? Yeah, I do, man. <laughs> uh, Pack Gang Music, you know what I'm saying? I got a new single called Emergency 911. It's about the police brutality. Come on. Uh, I was finna drop that motherfucker back when... um. George Floyd passed, and I took a second to build it up and get it going the way I want to do it, and um, shoot the video, and then, you know, double back and restructure it correctly, because I knew that this violence isn't going to stop, and it's going to continue, you know what I mean, so right. at any point, I could have dropped that, you know what I'm saying, so I just waited, and, and now is the perfect time, because uh, some young men that got whooped, whooped on by the police out in South Carolina a couple of days ago, man, and, and it just don't stop, it keep going. So we, we hope we can make some change with this. And it's called Fuck 12. I mean, it's called Emergency 911, but I'm I'm screaming <laughs> Fuck 12. I'm screaming Fuck the police. You know what I mean? Straight out. I'll be back to bring it to you, man. Man, come on, because we'll vibe out to that all day. Absolutely. Todd, man, tell them where they can find you, man. Well, I mean, shout out to everybody who went out there and watched Pop Lock and Groove into the Grave. How many more views did you get? Man, I'm up, uh, I got like... Two twenty three hundred. Nigga, facts. Went from five hundred to twenty three hundred because yeah. we did. We put. We talked about it on the show. That's beautiful, man. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate y'all for checking that out, laughing about the <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Moochie Smooth, cracking deluxe, all that. Um, check me out, Uncle Todd Comedy on Instagram, Twitter. I almost forgot this shit was called. Check my album out, Left Me in Pasadena. You know what I'm saying? The bartender, and it is Taco Tuesday, so get your Taco Tuesday cracking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the one that won you the battle against Show, the Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. For me. For me. <laughs> show ain't fucking with that. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Tell them where they can find you, Show. Follow me on Instagram, The Real DJ Show. Twitter, The Real DJ Show. And Planet Ready on YouTube. Hell yeah. All right. Shit, man. Tell them where they can find you, man. 
It's Autobots on Instagram and Autobots everywhere else. YouTube, YouTube, Facebook, all that shit. Tan, tell them where they can find you. Check me out, Mr. Tan underscore official on Instagram, you know what I'm saying, or at Pack Gang Music. You know what I'm saying, everything going up. You already know who the fuck it is. Hey, man, I got a mixtape coming out this Saturday, bro, called Nothing Special. You know what I'm saying? Um, fuck with that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Uh, follow me on Instagram, Mr. Underscore Duncan Penny Hughes. Uh, fuck with my sound packs on uh, sounds.com, Nergang Clothing. I always fuck with that. Um, what else I got, my nigga? Yeah, I got a lot of shit, but right now the the main my main focus is dropping this tape for y'all. You know what I'm saying? Fucking with I got a lot of people. You know what I'm saying, asking me how to download that shit. I'm having on Bandcamp, so y'all can go back to Bandcamp and get that shit. Same link and everything. Y'all got the first uh, shit from. So I appreciate the support for real, man. I fuck with y'all. Heavy. I'm hiding my from man. Shout out to myself. <laughs> yeah, uh, Instagram at double O B L Z. Holla backwards. Hey, I'm delaying my comedy special. I'm putting it out for my birthday in November. Oh. I'm doing a show in Detroit oh, oh, in November. Play, that nigga Don't funny. Let play you. Don't let play you. I'm doing a show. I'm doing a stand-up show in Detroit for my birthday in November, and I'm releasing the special right around my birthday. You know what I'm saying? So. Y'all can mess with me then. November 9th is the birthday certified Scorpio. Um, I just want to give a special shout out to everybody here, man. I just honor and appreciate everybody. We all support each other. We all encourage each other to follow our dreams and our goals. You know what I'm saying? So I just really honor and appreciate everybody here. And y'all continue to support each other, support everybody's uh, project that they got popping. But uh, you can mess with me on. Listen, I'm dropping content every day on YouTube, and I'm having a blast. Love it, bro. I'm having a blast. I done found my bag just dropping silly, crazy shit that they won't let me do in a TV show. Like, when you book a role on a show and you try to do a little improv, like, I always push it to the limit. Charlie, Charlie, that's not in the script. That's not, can you stick to the script? But I can do whatever I want on YouTube. So check me out on YouTube, Charlie Newhart. Check me out on IG, I am Charlie Newhart. Um, I appreciate all of y'all, man. So best with me. They said you can find Blaze at WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> You know, hotepbitch.com, get the t-shirts. Uh, got a webinar coming up August 1st. How to explain racism and tough shit to your kids in a way they can understand and still be children. Yeah. I've been doing this shit for over 20 years, so I'm putting it in a webinar format. Get that. It's on my website. Uh, it's on my Instagram. It's all on my link tree. Uh, yeah, and do all that. What's up, Charlie? Nigga, you look like a pair of khakis. <laughs> I just thought about that. I just, I just thought about that. Yeah, jokes. I just thought about that. That nigga, this nigga, that's funny. This nigga, DeJuan, think clout chasing is cardio, nigga. He's been at home right like a motherfucker. No fault. No fault. Nigga, go home and write. Let's go home and write. <laughs> but yeah, actor, that's what they do. They they got to know. Actors got to write that shit. Some, 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 some shit be off the dump. Some shit be improv. Yeah, no, that nigga brilliant. He brilliant. He brilliant. I got it on the real. The show we did, even though this was like past tense, but the show we did in Vegas 
that you headline. I had never seen you headline before. Oh, which yeah. is a lot of pressure on a comedian. Yeah. When you got to balance the venue, you got to balance everything in there, your comedians, you got people pulling at you to be able to balance all that and close that motherfucker out like twice in one night, nigga, 30, 40 minutes. Nigga killed it, dog. Man, I appreciate it. To you. That was a hell of a show. Man, I appreciate it, man. Hell of a show, man. The wine killed it. Like everybody that was there, nigga, I had a fucking blast, dog. Yeah, so everybody y'all, murdered. The shows is coming up, man. Y'all check this nigga out live, dog, for real. <laughs> they be killing us in here, you man. Black Bret Hart. They tripping on this motherfucker. They on Black. Hey, get on their helmet, man. It's yes, yes, three thousand people in that motherfucker. You can't, you can't pay attention to this guy. When you've been fly this long, man. We bring him back. Don't get dog walked. Oh shit. So if you got talent, go to the website, fill out the contact information. I'm only having seven to eight, maybe ten seven to ten artists at the most on on each episode. If you got talent, we're gonna show you love. But if you garbage, we're gonna chase you up out the room. Don't get dog walked. The Hood American Idol. Make sure y'all support that. It's gonna be live on you know, live now, just like the podcast. So I think we're gonna do the first date maybe the thirteenth or fourteenth, but if you got talent, holler at me. I'll definitely put you on the show. Don't get dog walked. Also, I'm gonna open up the phone line soon. We're gonna have incoming calls. We'll be able to, you know, we'll be able to take y'all calls. Y'all can roast us live on the air. So, you know what I mean? Be on the lookout. A lot of improvements coming to the show. If I owe you something, you can get it from God. That's been the show. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs>